Hi everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the Chicago Techies Podcast, a podcast focused on highlighting the voices of Chicago Techies and their experiences. This season, we'll be focusing on students looking to enter or entering the Chicago Tech community. I'm your host, Ceci Fisher-Bernitez. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening to this season of the Chicago Techies podcast. This will be the last episode of season two, as I am getting ready to go on parental leave for the arrival of my babies. Yes, multiple, it's twins. I already can't wait to return next year. Until then, happy holidays and happy new year. I will see you all in 2022. On today's episode, I am joined by Matthew Spivey, senior at Valparaiso University, majoring in computer science. Hi, Matthew. It's so great to see you. Oh, my God. This is such a special episode for me because it's coming full circle. Uh, Matthew was one of the students that I recruited to attend Ace Tech during my time in education. And I'm just so thrilled to hear all about your college experience and your future goals in the tech space. It's so great to see you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. You know, this is a great honor to be here. And it means so much for you to invite me here on this beautiful podcast on this beautiful (laughs) cold day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I could not believe, you know, well, I I don't know why I didn't do this sooner and like see all of the students that I've worked in the past and uh, and see what they're up to, because I actually didn't know. I don't know many of your majors, you guys' majors, because, you know, I left education a while ago and and I didn't really keep in touch with many. So it's when I saw your name pop up on LinkedIn and I'm like, I know this name. I know this name. And then I saw that you were in, in computer science. So that got me super excited. Uh, but yeah, it's great to have you and great to see you. You look great. You're doing, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you're doing great. Uh, and your brother, because I know you have a brother. <laughs> yes. But um, all right. Well, let's let's get started. Why don't we start with your name that I already spilled, uh, your pronouns, where you're from and your current role. All right. My name is Matthew Spivey. Pronouns are he, him, his. Uh, I am from Chicago, born and raised Southside. Uh, my current role. OK, so I'm currently a broke college student, but, you know, can't really say that. So I'm a college student uh, looking for a future job in New York for computer science and for artificial intelligence. New York. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> All right. So we, we normally start with the high school experience. And obviously I know where you went to high school, but why don't you tell everybody, where did you go to high school? So I went to high school in a very, very, you know, a right town in a <laughs> Chicago, part of Chicago called Ace Tech, where I met, you know, the person who's doing the lovely podcast today. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I have, I have not. Yeah. I'm just in awe. Um, Ace Tech now, I mean, obviously it has evolved now it has a new name, Ace Amandla, I think. Yeah. Um, but that's great. You know, it's, it's great to see you. I know that we, I think I might've left during your junior year or something like that. Um, it was my junior year. Yeah. Junior. Cause I don't think I remember uh, seeing you graduate. I think you were in my last class, but, um, but yeah. Okay. So let me, tell me about, once you graduate graduated like or even during high school like did you know right away either as a freshman sophomore junior or senior that you wanted to go into computer science or how did you how did that evolve how did your experience evolve to choosing your major actually when i graduated i did not know what major i wanted to do but everybody kept saying like you're too smart to just be just going to some regular like career or like random job outside of school 
So I was kind of pushed to go to college, which was, you know, a nice little push. Um, I think I graduated third or fourth in my class with a high GPA. I don't remember it, but um, it was it was nice. So I went into exploratory for most of my schools, or I went for like some type of engineering degree because I went to ACE Tech, which stands for Architecture Construction Engineering. I wanted to make sure I, you know, use the information I gained through ACE Tech. So when I was applying to most of these schools, I was like looking for engineer or architecture. I went in exploratory because I heard that gives you like the most amount of money and most opportunities to like go into these schools. So after I did that and applied to some of the schools and got exploratory, got accepted. I chose Valpo because it was like an hour away from home. And it was it was nice to, you know, be able to go back for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. So I started to like look into other areas of engineering. And I started to realize uh, growing field in computer science. So I was like, I should look into this. So I took a couple classes. I was, then I just started to like it more and more and just kept going. You mentioned exploratory. Um, what is that a program? Can you uh, tell us a little more about that? That's a fancy word for undecided. Basically, <laughs> don't know what you want to do. <laughs> I got it. Okay. I thought it was a program or something. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, so did you so how do how was the college selection process like your senior year like how did you did you just apply to random colleges and then decided to go in undecided or how did you how did you make your decision it was absolutely stressful i just remember just like calling up schools every other day like hey um yeah can i get more money no okay thank you and it was like an awkward <laughs> conversation like I like your school and like me pretending to like really enjoy the school. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need a uh, extra zero on this, uh, this amount right here. Is this possible? <laughs> and just trying to get the best deal possible. Wow. I did. I actually didn't know you could do that, but maybe you could. You know, Why not? Right. You never heard to ask. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then let's make this jump to college now. I, I mean, I, I, you know, in this podcast, I normally talk a lot about like the internships and mentorship and all of that. So let's let's get started with this part, like the the mentorship aspect, because we try to to have um, at Ace. I know that you had a, you had like a little bit of hands on experience um, where you could potentially get access to a mentor or things or something, you know, along those lines. What was what was the mentorship access in college for you? Um, I think this is where I struggled the most at because I had, especially going to like predominantly like white college and they like tokenize like all minorities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had a chance. I had a lot of chances getting like mentors and stuff like that, but being in like this new surrounding environment, I wasn't able to, I wasn't trying to look for that. I was just trying to find myself like a place where I call home or like mm-hmm. try to find where I fit in. So I kind of missed out on some of those mentoring opportunities, but it was still nice to have like certain access to like certain professors and like talks where I could have like um, actual talks about like, what does it mean to be a predominantly white college or what does it mean to have like uh, not enough resources for you? Like a place where I go get my hair cut. Like I had a low cut in high school. Now I grew up my hair because it was like no place for me to like really go and get a haircut. So I just decided to grow it out. Oh, wow. I, and, you know, you don't really think about those little things, right? Like when you're trying to make a decision like that. Um, but they really do matter. Like I, I remember now, I, mean, like, I think my first year when I went to Northern, I 
I don't think, well, I found out later there was, but I didn't think there were any, there were any like Mexican stores <laughs> where I could go get tortillas or at least something cultural. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, it, you know, the first year I kind of also like struggled kind of in that way, in that sense that I didn't truly feel like I belonged until I found groups, you know, like a group, um, the Latino Center and, like, and the LGBTQ Student Center and things like that. So you know, were you involved in any of those campus groups that might have, you know, helped you and shaped your vision about, you know, your your next move and your, you know, as you went through college? Yes. Um. So I found mentorship through BSO, which is Blackstone organization on campus. And surprisingly, I also went to another uh, program called SHIP, which is Society of Hispanic. Yeah. It's in years. Yeah. So I... I kind of found myself at home with mostly SHIP more than BSO because even if I am like I am Black and that's the group I should be going and leaning towards, I just didn't find myself feeling at home because there was so many different like people from different areas and they all had like a different understanding of like their college experience where like when I went with the towards ship and they were talking about engineering and you know what does it mean to be struggling inside of these classes i was more i was able to more relate more towards that just because of like my major and like them also being a minority as well yeah and that's awesome and honestly though like i feel i feel like that probably felt a little bit of like home with you because (laughs) considering that ace is like heavily black and hispanic (laughs) yes (laughs) i feel that must have helped (laughs) yeah um so were you how long were you involved with ship were you involved like junior and senior year or was it more more so toward the end toward the end of your school um actually throughout most of this my whole college experience i was i was with them oh wow okay so starting your freshman year yes so when did you actually decide from undecided to you know to engineering when when was that switch uh the switch was after first it was after my first semester in college yeah that makes sense because when you first like sit there and talk about your classes with your advisor they sit here and talk to you about what does it mean to be exploratory what does it mean to be undecided which was also a lot of work just sitting there and having talks repeatedly with uh advisors saying okay so if you're gonna be undeclared or exploratory however you want to call it you have to be able to understand like you have to eventually pick a major and like making these choices like do you want the eggs now or you want to get milk now or stuff like that it's just like what do you really want to do what are you here for what is your purpose so i decided to think towards uh my roots which was ace tech where it had that strong foundation of architecture construction and engineering and try to go into where it's something that, you know, is high demanding later on. Yeah, that's that's neat. I mean, I feel like I've heard all kinds of, you know, how how people have cho- chosen their um, their majors. Actually, yesterday I was at this conference online and I, I was watching uh, this woman like her name is Irma Ogin and she has she has her own, her own tech company, but uh, she was so disconnected from like tech and not knowing and even just like the college experience that she didn't even know what she wanted to study she didn't even know she she didn't know she she asked her what's a major once they went into the office when she like had you know decided to go to college and yeah and she said she basically had a split decision right then and there where she was asked what's your major 
And then she said, what's a major? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, it's what you study, you know, what you're going to study. And her answer was, she looked through the pamphlet like really quickly to see what she potentially study. And she just said, she just said that she saw this shiny building that was made of glass. And she said, I want to take classes there. And they're like, oh, okay. So that's the college of engineering. So you want to go into engineering? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> that was the extent of her decision. So I feel like there's a lot of like, a lot of similarities with the, how our communities do things just because, <laughs> you know, of that, like loyalty, that cultural, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just, everybody just has a little a different way of doing things and this this reminded me a little bit of that you know like trying to figure it out even though you actually took a semester to figure out this person made a decision in like two seconds <laughs> um well now i i mean i kind of want to talk a little explore more a little bit about your course college experience so now that you're getting ready to transition right like mm -hmm. have you been thinking about like your next move as far as like coming into the tech community, did you take advantage of any internships or any any type of programs that were being offered in college that will help ease this transition? So sadly, I was not able to get offered an internship. I wasn't looking as hard as I was supposed to my junior year or my sophomore year, but it's not as bad as people make it or make it sound like, oh, you need to get this or you need to. As long as you're, <clears throat> as long as you're able to basically understand the work that you're given and apply it and i think that is what's really the most important thing is being able to understand the information and being able to apply it because some so many people take all these classes and it's just as soon as they try to remember or recall some of the information it just goes right over their head so it's like them re having to like teach themselves all the information i tried to at least over the summer program or try to like run some type of test or something using fear science so yeah. like i would try to use artificial intelligence to like you know or computer science to program something over the summer try to be you know testing or applying my skills in some way shape or form so i know i can actually get yeah. the job whenever it comes yeah and and that's you know that there's a lot of ways of looking at this but one in, in some ways i agree in some ways i also disagree but i don't think it's your fault like i don't think it's you know students's fault to like not do internships um i think i didn't know how important they were i didn't even know that i should be doing that when when i was in in college right like there's some of us that just didn't even know weren't even aware that these were a thing and I think I, I, my experience talking to a lot of the minority, you know, folks that I've inter interviewed in the podcast is that a lot of them just like they're, you know, either their parents didn't want them to work because there was, you know, they're they're focusing, they're only focusing in school, mm -hmm. or they just didn't even know that having an internship would help them, you know, like really in the long run. Um, so there's just like, I feel like there's a lot of different ways of you looking at it, but. In so, I also agree that like you don't have to rely on a specific experience to be able to like, you know, get your next move. I, I get it. I feel like as long as you practice and as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, as long as you don't just like forget school after <laughs> yeah. you're done, right? Like every year, like that's gonna, that's, that helps. Um, and yeah, you know, like everything will come when it comes. Like that's, that's one thing for sure. Now, I, I feel like 
this this is a bit of a challenging time perhaps right now for you as you're getting ready to graduate and um and like start your career you know somewhere and maybe new york <laughs> what what do you anticipate will, will be the most challenging thing about your transition to this tech community and and getting a full-time role the challenging problem is like making sure that you have connections because even when you go to college or when you go and have all of, do everything right, if you don't know the right people or if the right people don't know you, I feel like you would never just be able to get your time to shine, which I'm finally like realizing that later on, which is like now, because towards my junior year, I wasn't looking for all these internships and stuff like that since COVID is still kind of was fresh around time. And we had to like adapt to like moving online, kind of be in classes, but not really. So it was an awkward time for me to sit there and try to like do things. But at the same time, I should have still been looking for like people to connect with or like even going towards like internships and saying, oh, if you need me, here goes my card or something like that. Or here goes my resume. If you have any opportunities to help me grow, people love hearing like, oh, I want to grow or, you know, be better because that just shows like you want to improve yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's really all about continuous learning and 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 you're always going to be learning um, even after college. You know, you're going to take on new projects, new experiences, learn a new language like, you know, coding <laughs> language uh, or yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, actually, and, and just let me take it back a second, because I that's another thing that I didn't realize, you know, COVID, the COVID experience for during college, like made it 10 times harder to get internships, made it 10 times harder to, you know, to really get out there and understand the process just because nobody knew how to handle it. So I I just, I, I don't know if you feel bad about it or not, but like, don't feel bad. Like that changed us completely. Like this experience has changed the way that we do things completely. So that's just another thing. Now, connections, great point like i think there is um that's really how all like corporate environments run right like based on connections based on who do you know there's been a couple that have surprised me because you know you i just directly apply and all of a sudden was contacted like that i didn't think it would happen but it does so i i think what definitely my recommendation would be yes to continue like having these types of conversations with people like chatting sending out messages on LinkedIn, um, things like, you know, like that. Now, I want to hear about New York. <laughs> Why are you interested in going to New York and not staying in Chicago? Chicago tech is booming. <laughs> it really is. But I don't know. I just don't like the Chicago mentality. And I've been here for like a long time since I was like born. So I was like, I'm kind of over Chicago. I want to go to like a bigger city or like a city like around the same type of population, but I can't go to Cali because they're that's ranked number two in the world's biggest cities. I think it's some place. I think some I don't remember on top of it, but I just is no tech fields over there. So I was like, okay, I would just you know move away from that. And the other one was like first biggest city, which is New York City. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so if I don't want to move down, and if I want to keep moving up where it has like high tech and you know places where I can actually get a job, I looked at New York and it has like tons of opportunities and jobs and 
just everything for me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start looking into moving to New York. And I found a couple of like programs where it helps pay for like, uh, or gives me connections and stuff like that, where they will help teach me or like show me some type of stuff and they'll pay for like majority of like my room and board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. So I, I mean, certifications and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I mean, I I think that's a a great way to go about about it where you can get some type of assistance. One thing to to keep in mind, though, like that is a very expensive city It's way more expensive than Chicago and a room that may be like a huge room here in Chicago is like, you know, a closet in New York City. (laughs) So I I don't know. I mean, I would say try it maybe. And if you don't like it, come back home. I think right now there is this push to keep talent in Chicago and bring talent back of all the people that have left Chicago. I think it's it's there's a huge investment on that that our the the C the VC world and the tech community are kind of like doing together. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see like some of those stats, you know, for the future, like how many people actually came back because I am seeing people come back, but I'm not seeing, but I'm also seeing some people move. So it's not, it's, I feel like it's offsetting each other, but, um, but yeah. So what excites you about the tech community or even what are you excited about as you, as you graduate and as, as you enter this new world? Okay. So that's a great thing, but it's also a scary thing. Cause like, being inside of college, it's, it's so easy to sit there and be a college student and just ignore about, ignore all the world's problems and like see what's going on in the world. And it's so easy to do that because you're like, oh, I'm a student. I got to focus on this. I don't have to worry about the if the bull is going to win today or not because I have to make sure I have to get this test done and stuff like that. So I try to at least an hour a day look at real life things that's going on. Because the other day I just found out in 2018 that they had a robotic tail for people, that they're creating robotic tails and stuff like that. So it was like some of this stuff is ongoing. And like the first VR headset was created in like 2005 and stuff like that. I just didn't know. I just I felt like I was out of the loop. So that's what I'm trying to do now is just understand what's going on in tech fields and see if I can, you know, improve create my own thing or you know be a part of the growing technology yeah yeah as you're learning you know this you're you're, or anticipating the things that are going to change too um or in what you've learned in college what is one piece of advice that you wish you knew that you can share with others that are potentially going into this tech field and, and computer science field what would you say to them first thing first um know what you're doing be invested in it Take at least an hour a day, mm-hmm. including the weekends, just to look up a video. Not just go to your classes, but look up a video about what language you're learning, Java, Python, uh, Ruby on Rails, just any language, and just look at it and see how, if you can do it. Then just try to, like, look up, you know, for the rest of the 30 minutes or the rest of the time, if you're done doing it or you're seeing the video, like, 100 times. Just look up something that's going to go in like computer science nowadays. Look up something that's going on around the world. Because if you can engage and talk about the topic or the hot topic for your major, that also puts you a step further when you go into some of these places when they're talking and you're just like seem clueless, but you know all the lingo. 
you want to also know the lingo and be able to contribute in some way, shape, or form in the conversation always. Yeah, no, that's great advice. Now, I'm actually curious, what are what are some of the langu- languages that you know? Um, w- were you taught those in school or did you learn them on your own? You get taught some of the lingo, but like when people start talking about algorithms and like quick story, emerging source and how to like determine the group algorithms and the compilation of Java and like what Java is, is like a type of languages and machine learning languages. It's just stuff like that. You have to have some idea when they're talking. Because in some job applications, they would sit there and say, I need somebody who can learn some object-oriented languages. And you need to immediately know, like, okay, do I have some information with Java, Python, or, you know, these certain languages? Because those talk about, you know, giving a values to something and, like, being able to control it or move it around. Where you have, like, other languages that talk straight to, like, the machine and tells it, you know what this is yeah um i think one of the one of the things that we went so i i went to this uh after ace i worked at groupon for a little while and then i moved to this company called innova and i was a, a learning and development specialist for or sort of like it was like an interesting title but it was that essentially learning and development for software engineering and we were i was onboarding all of the engineers coming in and we didn't really hire people that had only knew a specific language we, we were kind of language agnostic because we taught them like the the ruby language right like ruby on rails you mentioned it earlier like um so most of these people you know were like they learned z like c plus plus or they learned uh java or any python um even we even taught them uh we partnered with an organization that taught 30 engineers how to learn to learn go um the going and yeah. um so i i feel like as long as you know a couple that kind of creates a foundation for you to be able to learn more languages as you go on so it's not necessarily about learning one thing and one thing only like you're always going to be learning a lot of different languages if you want yeah. to like that's really up to you um i i'm very curious about are <laughs> because of data um, and how is how do engineers work with it? Do, is it only data scientists? You know, just a lot of curiosity. But um, I love that you are kind of thinking in that sense that you know you're always going to be learning and you're always going to be as long as you know a couple of foundations, you should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now let's talk about your goals. Like I'm, I'm, I want to know. Where do you see yourself, you know, in a year? Like, or what kind of things do you want to be doing? What are some some of the goals that you have in mind? Some goals I have in mind. Um, so for like short-term goals, even if I don't get a job over the summer, like in my respected computer science career or in like in New York where I dream to being, I would still try to find a job. But if I can't, you know, find one in like computer science or something like that or towards STEM, I would try to program my first artificial chess game where it actually like it's at a high level where it actually knows and can actually tell the difference between certain moves and like certain certain setups and work against it that'd be like my short-term goal for the summer my long-term goal would probably be like have a house in the regular stuff but also <laughs> can have like some type of research article public like where people actually like go and look at and like read yeah 
are you thinking about further edu- education? You know, after your computer science degree, are you thinking about masters in research, or or is that just like something you want to collaborate on? Um, I have a psychology minor, so I learned how to like write research papers and stuff like that, and it helps understand like how people think and stuff like that, which helps with computer mm-hmm. science as well. Which I found out was like all sciences are kind of connected in some way, shape, or form. Where you, if you learn something in biology, you can still apply it in computer science or something like that. Got it. Now, another serious question. <laughs> How, so let's say you do get a, you don't get an internship in New York. Mm-hmm. Would you consider staying? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Good to know. I, I mean, I can. I a lot of my contacts are in Chicago, so I'm not sure I could help you find a role in New York City. But I mean, I can try. So just let me know what you're interested in. Uh, send me your resume, and I'll I'll see what we can do. I think my priority though is bias. I would try to get you a place here. <laughs> um, but I I can definitely look into my contacts as well to see what what we can find uh, at least in the city. But I could also try to expand it, you know, to New York. That's great. I mean, I, I love that you're you know hungry for for learning and and hungry for just getting things done and even your curiosity for this you know chess game that you're interested in. That's it's it's great. I mean, it's great to see that you have got come this far that you, you know, you, that you went with uh, what you knew and, and, and wanted to apply those skills. So I'm, I'm really proud of you. Congratulations. And thank and you, thank, thank you, you for taking the time to chat with me. Um, I, you know, just in case people want to connect with you, like what's the best way to getting in touch with you? Um, my best way getting in touch with me is through my LinkedIn. You can find me at LinkedIn. I think I changed my link to Spivey programmer. Or you can find me at Matthew Spivey from computer science major at Valparaiso University. Okay. Or even my email address, which is mmatthew.spivey at valpo.edu. Sounds good. Well, I will put all of those in the show notes <laughs> so that people can connect with you. But this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm excited for you. I Hopefully... I would love to catch up again in a couple of years and see where you're at, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but let me let me see what I can do and see if we can find you a, an internship at least like this summer or something. Um, I, there's a few organizations in Chicago that I know will be hiring for like entry level talent. So let's let's chat after this and and see what we can do. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Chicago Techies podcast. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Chicago Techies on all social media channels.